Wait, Jordan's gonna go into this rabbit hole. It's all right. The pod. He can do that. He gives a fuck. Favorite animal? Ooh, that's a good Ooh. one. Uh, mine's. Uh, I really like. Um, you know, actually, I want to say something about that. What your favorite animal? Uh, I'll go to preferential voting, but we'll go to favorite animal. What is your favorite animal? <laughs> no, we go preferential uh, voting. No, 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 animal first. Uh, animal first. Animal like. first. Uh, I, eagle. You do love eagles. I love eagles. I, I, I just hated eagle boys, and fair enough. <laughs> I didn't hate it. You hated eagle boys. Why do you keep mixing it up? My life. It was just funny to me that you hate eagle boys Eagle so boys much. sucks, dude. It, it sucks ass. But like, <laughs> and they got rid of Pizza Haven as well. That was the real shame. What's that? It was a worse Pizza Hut. Like Eagle Boys. <laughs> oh, that's right. Pizza <laughs> Haven. Black and pink is such... It's garish. Yeah, Speaking it, of yeah. not favourite colours. Yeah. Jesus. Why would you make that as the... I don't know. It just reminds Eagle me of one Boys. of those old women that was from the 20s that has one of those long cigarette lighters, <laughs> which is very old. Kramer. I used to be in films with Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I barely know who Charlie Chaplin yeah, is. Yeah. I don't know you. Exactly. Uh, mine's probably a whale. A whale? Yeah. What? I like whales. Oh, since when? I do like them. They're cool. Why? Because they're big? Because they're mammals and they're massive. And yeah, they're big. Because <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. they're big. Because they're big. What about small ur whales? Doesn't cut it for you. No. I have to be... <laughs> Not interested. <laughs> Fuck smaller whales. Nuke the whales. What except about, for the big whales. What about... Uh, Dolphins, uh, less intelligent cousin. Porpoises. Porpoises. You know, they're not without their charm. They're not without their charm, are they? They're not without their charm. Wait, what's yours? It's not a porpoise. <laughs> koala. I do like koalas. Yeah, koalas are you know what, actually? This is a pretty stock standard answer, but I've got to say. Dogs. I knew. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, uh, 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 come on. Like, it's pretty hard to go past a platypus. Yeah, final really They're a freak of nature. So Serious freak. Freak of nature. Wasn't there like yeah. the first person that saw a platypus thought it was fake? I think he was Not like hung. First. I think Any. he was like hung. Wasn't the first one like, treason, no <laughs> such thing. <laughs> and he was like, I regret nothing. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I sent you to 50 lashes until you admit that you're a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that happened. <laughs> you know an elephant was hung once? Oh. Yeah. Many times, actually. Many times. Yeah. Bring on El Nino. We, we deserve it. Oh, yeah. I saw, <laughs> nah, I saw a picture of an elephant See, being oh, hung. Fuck off. You saw it. I saw a picture of you an elephant. You wanked off to being, it. Yes, because that's what gets me going. I can't believe you did that, Ollie. <laughs> but have you seen that picture? I'm going to show it up to you. Again. Oh, yeah, I don't, I've seen I don't it. Jamie, bring see that it. shit I don't up. I want to see it. But elephants are intelligent. I, he knows what he did. What did he do? What he did he murdered do? Murdered someone. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and he they did. proved it. Oh, for fuck. Look at oh, that. Oh, that's fucked. That is fucked, dude. If there was ever a picture that encapsulated that man has too, too much power, yeah. the dominant species, it's fucking that. Yeah. All right, all right. Before you say something, how different is that to a shark being culled because he ate some wanker. Not surfing. that different. That's fuck too. Same exact deal. And no, we do it all the fucking time. But that's such a disturbing image. Shark calls a fuck. It is, it is. I'm not saying it's a good idea by any means. <laughs> fucking... But I'm just saying like... You love it. The, the, the optics of it are bad, but we kill sharks all the time for that reason and no one gives a shit. They do, they do give a shit. We, we kill about? that fucking... We killed Harambe. We shot him. Is shooting an animal any different from hanging him? Actually, it is. Yeah, it way is. different. I take it. You back. say we like the Earth is a collective. You know what else? I take well that back. Really but not the, the elephant. Part. It would know what's going on too. Oh, that's fucked. 
I was like, you think it's guilty? He's like, I deserve this, guys. No, not that I, I deserve do. this, just the, like any last requests. I think that it would probably sort of understand what that means and just be like, oh, shit, I can't speak English. <laughs> Fuck. But I, I want Twinkies really badly. <laughs> they better chuck some peanuts or something. I hope it had a decent last meal. It's probably just lettuce. Well, maybe it was the well, man that he ate. I don't think he ate the man. <laughs> what happened? I don't know the story. This is so retarded. Murderous Mary was a five-ton... Did Asian he have it coming? <laughs> no, the eating the man part. Oh, it, it used to perform at a circus. Of course it's going to kill people. Yeah. This, uh, it's back to it. This is Unbelievable. Crazy. Forced into a f- completely fucked artificial environment and he lashed out. That's, that deserves death. <laughs> Horrible, isn't it's it? fucked. It happened in Tennessee. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> of course. Oh, geez, of, course. of course it fucking did. <laughs> of course. That's probably an elephant is being hung right now in Tennessee. What are the chances? Right up until now, I always thought the South had a point. Now I'm glad they lost the civil war. <laughs> it's the same thing with Palestine all over again. As soon as you cruel the animals, I'm out. Exactly. That's it. That's what gets you like over the line every time. <laughs> all right. We've got That's one amazing. more. This is a very niche question that none of you can answer. Favorite Desi sweet? I can't answer that. Can you? Which one? You gave me one Desi sweet. So by process of default, it has to be the one that I can't remember the name of. (laughs) But what was it? And it sucked as well. (laughs) (laughs) What was it like? It's just one of the... I think you were saying this like, uh, this is from one of my uh, friends who is inexplicably wealthy for making the part in clocks that are purchased exclusively from the military and these lollies. They taste like the clocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a crossover in the factory. I don't know what sweet that is. Your family, one of your friends is a very boring Willy Wonka. (laughs) Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he he had a chocolate factory. You're right. Yes. BP. Oh, was it just a chocolate? BP. It's called BP. That's, that name's taken. Dude, Did you that, know that? that fucker is so... And they made so much money from selling chocolate. This is BP. Like a, you, you don't need marketing skills in Pakistan, do you? A BP burger. It was a burger. It was a lolly burger, I think. But this what, guy... Caltex is another guy, lolly? This, this guy made so much money from fucking selling chocolate mist that I remember when we were kids, we used to go to his house. His house was massive. It was like a mansion. It yeah. was huge. And not like, I'm not saying mansion under, like it was like, there were places, you almost had to use a car to go from one part of his house to another. <laughs> but then like the, the street that you used to have to take to go to his house, the last time I went to his place, he was getting engaged and the street was part of his house. I was like, how the fuck do you take the entire street and make it your driveway? Do they like, do all the drums? Like, yeah, they all that. They also had the largest shrimps I have ever seen in my oh, life. Fuck. It wouldn't fit on a massive plate. Oh, for fuck's sake. It was from one end to the other. Jesus. Like shrimp cocktail. And they shit. just like fucking stole the street. And because they're like so rich from selling these chocolate that the government didn't have the balls to say anything. Start- chocolate baron. I'm starting to get an inkling that there might be a slight disparity in wealth in Pakistan. <laughs> oh, slight. <laughs> ever so slight. <laughs> He, he was gift. His dad gifted him a Range Rover when he graduated from year 11, not year 12. No. Year 11, because that, he was that, the first person in uh, his entire family to graduate. To have finished year 11. Fuck. How are they rich? What's his name? Hassan. 
Not uncommon Fuck. now. And now he's a comedian. As well. <laughs> uh, he's just. He's done it all. He's done it all. That is he's crazy. Doing exactly my, what his dad my was favorite, doing. My favorite lolly is the one where someone, it's like chewed up chewing gum with like sticks in it. It's a refresher. I don't know what these are. Remember that shit you gave me? We went to a Pakistani restaurant. You're like, this is a dessert. I'm like, is this just twigs and like extra gum? And you're like, yes. Oh, jalebi. Was it like orange? I don't know, but it was fucked. They Dang. just chuck some seeds in there. I don't know. I, I it, not like my not my taste. I'm I'm a I'm a dessert snob. Like gelato. I don't. I, like, I hate Asian desserts. I'm not. I agree with you. Yeah. And I always say this to fellow Asians that. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to do desserts well. That's not. I'm not even gonna say that. It's I'm just gonna n- say that. Really? Okay. Uh, it's not as evolved like the whole dessert making process because they don't use ovens, yeah. which really limits you, your. Yeah. Like Italian dessert is way better. Like we're good French. at other things. Yeah. No, dude, your food yeah, is like good. the best, better than European food. Yeah, but I dessert, think. we're like one dimensional. Yeah, it's just a bit. It's a bit. Uh, like whenever I go to Thailand, like if I'm watching a cooking show, right? Whenever I'm watching a cooking show. Which I do a lot. Uh, it gets to the point. Don't say. It gets to the point of the thing where it's like, oh, and we're getting some delicious Thai sweets on street food. I always skip over it. I'm like, boring. Mm. It's always so shit. It's like, what's this one? Chocolate covered cricket. No, it's just like, no, that or it's just so like, it's like, this is a specialty. Sweet beans and rice. I'm like, yeah, and, and what's exactly. this one? Rice oh. and sweet beans. Why do you put beans in a dessert? That's what I was going to say. Why do Koreans fucking love putting beans, beans? in dessert? What are these beans? Like, am I eating a taco? Like, what is going exactly. on It's here? It's, know. frankly, it's it's offensive to me. Do you know chocolate <laughs> is discovered? Just yeah. own it. It's so good. Own chocolate. Like, if Italians can own tomatoes, which came from the US. Do they? Korean, South yeah. America? Like the Americas. I didn't know that. Tomato, potatoes. And, and pastas Asian. They took that too. Yeah. If they can own that shit and be real Nazis about yeah. it. Yeah. Then like, I think Koreans can like, you know. You know, there's, they say caramel. You know, there's, you know, there's a, you know, in Na- Napoli, there's a uh, society and it's like super powerful. And it's like the <laughs> Napoli pizza society. And it's like stringent very specific set of laws that you have to that, ha- that dictate what constitutes a real napoli pizza and if you even go a little out of there like this is not a real pizza oh shit that's brilliant oh no no <laughs> <laughs> well that's making it into the final cut for sure and the best part about all of that is we're due for a rental inspection. Shit. <laughs> Very close to shattering all over my legs. I knocked my face uh, on the mic and it hurts really bad. Oh my god. I can't handle it. I literally borrowed this from my girlfriend no, and she's gonna be pissed off. <laughs> oh wait. I knew it was gonna happen. I said to put a, I said to put a third hook. I'm so sorry. Until halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) We have so much bad luck with hanging shit. (laughs) Ali, so much abuse on that wall. I'm so sorry. Hall of Kings. 
Do we? Oh my do god, there's glass everywhere. Nah, let's, let's push just, on. Let's just leave it there. We'll, for we'll, we'll push on for now. <laughs> I just I, so not do I'm more just I'm more just upset because oh I really god. liked it. How we can only have something nice in this office for a maximum of ten minutes. <laughs> it's fucked. I'm so sorry, Ali. No, I'm I'm. In trouble <laughs> is what I'm scared of, dude. That th- it's shattered. Week, this wall gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> it, I love it. It fucking. <laughs> I just. It's I'm so a- sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. Don't. You'll be fine. It's. It's in the grand scheme of the universe. It's a blip. It's nothing. That's God. That's a great perspective for right now. He needs. That is a man that needs to hear that. He's sweating from. I'm <laughs> sweating, dude. In the grand scheme of things, think about it. Told me I want it back. Oh <laughs> God! I can't believe it looked sturdy, even though I didn't see it. I assumed it looked sturdy. But look, I think she can fix it. You can, you can fix it. Yeah, look at it. Look, you get another frame. <laughs> hey, you, dude. Uh, hey, boys. Repaint half. <laughs> boys, be a Mr. Bean job. <laughs> boys, it's a metaphor for Kramer's career. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said the N-word. The Kramer. Uh, but are, are people laughing? I'm sure they're laughing. R.I.P. Uh, Ali. <laughs> Jeez. Show me the damage. We're keeping this in. We're yeah. keeping this in. I don't... This is all- this was Steve, the pre-show. Make sure that the pre-show goes It doesn't in matter. This, this is going in. This time it's going in. And also, just to top this off as well, just uh, anyone watching now that's a fan of Isaac Butterfield, let them know that one of my female friends woke up this morning having a wet dream of you and literally <laughs> came. <gasps> Holy and shit. You gotta let him know. Round of applause. Go Isaac. I was just thinking about it because his face, he's got a portrait painted with his face as <laughs> Kramer. Made you think of it? Yeah. Hashtag oh. call girlfriend. No. No, we should call Nan about it. That's what call hashtag call Nan. Nan, first <laughs> off, question one, do you know Kramer? No? Do you know what Seinfeld is? Is that some kind of wheat? I guess no. so. Yeah, fair enough. And then you explain what it is, the whole situation, there's just a massive gap. She goes, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's very offensive. <laughs> I'm really disappointed. I'm really you sad. Be disappointed, no, no, no. it's that was the best possible out. <laughs> Dude, I'm really sad. Yeah, for so you. it's jackass. Dude, <laughs> we were meant to do that. I'm really sad, but it was funny. But I, you'll be fine. All in all, it was fine. It's fine. It's Whoa. just I'm pissed off because I. It was like yes, this set about looks it. amazing. It's the end of a relationship. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture and send it to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, do it. Or somebody just clip that 10 seconds and then let Arlo <laughs> send that <laughs> as a gift. So she has to relive it over and over. Please. Gift. Please make a gift. Can someone make a gift of that? You guys are smart on the internet. Can somebody ban Mole? I assume you can do it. Make a gift. Make a gift. That was so violent too. Dude, we can't hang anything on this wall. Nah, it's cursed. <laughs> you poor fuck. Whoa. You'll have to repaint it. This is a metaphor. It was amazing because I was also going to have an argument saying, I don't see why my rent needs <laughs> to go up. But I think at the end of this, I was going to say, so uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have that rent. It's still at a 20% discount, right? No? You can't blame the guy for asking. <laughs> and then as you say it in the background, he just goes, and he's like, 
30%. You're like, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, Ali, I'm so <laughs> sorry, dude. Like, I'm so sorry. Call Neil. Why? <laughs> Why are we calling Neil? Neil? What, Neil's hot take? Oh, I can't believe this. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It's completely <laughs> fucked. It's completely ruined. Oh, my God. It couldn't be more fucked. The frame. All of it. Yeah, only the... Only two thirds of it is ruined. What, what's the, what's the material? What's the solid wood? What's the what's the thing made from? The actual image, cardboard. Cardboard. Stop it! It scratched it. It's fucked. We've, Ali, can I can I just can I ask one tiny condolence, please? Can we just keep the picture and, and sticky tape it up? I want to keep it. I really like it. <laughs> Yeah, at least if it falls next time. I suppose we have I'll to. buy it off her. At a it's discount price. literally worth nothing. <laughs> you may as well take that off her. All right, fine, okay. I'm giving it up as well. Oh, I just, dude. Oh, dude, I feel like this is what your, your attitude should be right now. Just sort of like, I'm a, I'm a nice guy. I try. I try to do something nice and then it doesn't work. This doesn't work out. Goddamn bullshit. Fuck the universe. That's what I'd be like. Well, well at least we now know that Ali is the George Costanza of the world. <laughs> I should have just put that esky on top and then... Definitely. I can still do that. No, no. Nah, I've gone on woulda, shoulda. <laughs> Don't do it now. You'll get glass in your hand. We'll push on. This is going on YouTube, the Stig. I'm sorry, but that's a rare once-in-a-lifetime gold moment. As we call in the industry, <laughs> pre-topper. I am gonna. I just made that up. But. Yeah, far out. It oh. really was exactly what you just invented, wasn't it? Yeah. That was great. It was crazy. Like, good content, Ali. Let's just think so about it. So we keep way. the entire thing, the pre-show as yeah, well? Yeah, we're keeping it all. All in. of it. What's all your favourite colour? It was all, all gold. All gold. <laughs> What's your favourite animal? What's your favourite animal? Do you like That's staying in for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're going to push on. Uh, gonna, gonna yeah, 20 minutes on why Miss Love doesn't like beans and sugar <laughs> specifically together. He likes them separately. Separately, my favourite things. <laughs> on there, but together, no. I'm no. with Miss on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's getting hot in here now. The Ukraine jacket's coming off. Okay, all right. Well, so should we? Does that help in condolence? He's taking off oh, the shit, Crimea jacket, and he's wearing the wall. The wall. It's a meta- It's a metaphor for that. Just another brick in Seinfeld merchandise being destroyed. <laughs> dear, 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 dear. <laughs> Uh, all right, that okay. would make you think, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> oh god, I, I'm never gonna get over it. You guys have to talk for a while. I'm just uh, it'll take me like I reckon like a year to get over that. Should we start the pod then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we fuck off the little buttons? Well, there's no point. There's no point. This is the pod. Welcome to it. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Can I just say that you missed out on the best content if you just signed in then? You did. You missed out big time. Serves you right for not signing in on time. You call yourself a fan. Um, Nevertheless, we've got the even more gold coming. Uh, Just tell me, do the people laugh a lot? I think so. <laughs> I was like, I was literally hurt because I knocked over the fucking mic. You got scared shitless as you should have. Yeah. I thought as it was going to fall in my head. Uh, Anyways. Uh, um, so the it's plus, really haunting looking at uh, Kramer's face now. <laughs> it looks like the Mona Lisa. It follows you around the room. It knows what we did to it. <laughs> it looks sad. Doesn't it? It knows what we did. It's so fucking... Dude, if Kramer or Seinfeld were on this set, they'd be like, he'd be like... Knew what was gonna happen? Like he would just be like, 
I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Like that shit would have <laughs> been part of the, like, I feel like they would appreciate it. I told it. you you should have used three. three. <laughs> okay. They said it was very funny. Anyway. Yeah. Let's just keep on keeping on. Call Tong. <laughs> <laughs> just call anyone. Uh, hey, K- Kramer is comfortably numb now. Yeah. Comfortably hey, numb. Comfortably numb. Yeah. Should yeah, I actually yeah, call nice. her and tell her live and see how she gets what she says. I mean, if we want to keep going with the good content. We should. All right, okay, then uh, put the Bluetooth one. Yep. And this one, this one, this one. The one that has... Jeez. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Fuck. God, more gold content. The usual technical confusion. <laughs> Wait a sec, I got this. Followed by uh, a... There we go. That's Bluetooth accessed. All right, okay. Should I do that as they talk? Yeah, definitely. Hey, I need the headphones. Uh, oh, this is going to work for sure. She's going to answer. Up. Don't you worry. Oh, is it going to come through? Is it going to come through? It's yep. going to come through. Wait, is it even calling? Well, I can't hear it. You might oh, there it is. Loud and clear. That's the sound of a dial tone. For anyone watching out there. They thought it was a drum. She's at she rugby you know practice. She plays rugby? Yeah, hey, that's rude. Hey, hey, Katie, just so you know, you're live on the pod. I have some bad news that I had to give you live. Is this a great idea? Yeah. Yep. It's a, okay. Um, so you know that Kramer uh, frame that I borrowed from you? Yeah. So I hung it up on the wall. And it fell off and it broke. Yeah, it's shattered. It's in pieces. Oh, well, that's a waste of all the money I didn't spend. Well, I'm really disappointed. You're okay with that? Nah, I'm telling the teacher that gave it to me. He's going to get mad. Can you fix it? Well, I can put it in a different frame. Yeah. That's probably not going to help this situation, Katie. <laughs> oh, you tore the poster. What was it? Well, replace torn with severely <laughs> scratched. So I suppose there is a silver lining to this. <laughs> and like the bottom is kind of the cardboard is ruined and but like i do wonder if he gave it away the teacher that gave it to me was kind of work i wonder if he gave it to me because of the bad juju associated with like racist kramer maybe he'll be happy to hear it's torn yeah well oh, this is the let's best hope case. Like justice <laughs> or something yeah miss love wants to keep the picture you can do that Okay. find something to replace that. I'll work on my door. Okay, okay, I'll do that. All right, okay, All right, well, have fun. You. Can we yeah, just replace the painting with Katie, but dressed exactly the same as Katie? <laughs> <laughs> Constantly. Would you the pose? Katie. Can you pose for that? I love that. <laughs> so cool. That would she be hated. sick. She's just trying to be good. All right, well, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Have fun. Love right. you. Bye, guys. Bye. Have fun. So it's not too bad. I don't need a GoFundMe page. Uh, dude, Wouldn't it be she, great if Dutton's flood fund went to that? Uh, reframing the Kramer. Dude, you know what? Finally, some use. You got to keep her there. She was fine. Yeah, because she was live. I kind of oh, like, put her on the spot. So she's like, be a good person. I'll yell at him after. <laughs> no, she amazing. won't yell at me, but she would have been disappointed <sighs> if I had told her. It's a cursed wall. Right, anyways, except oddly for the picture of the queen, Ali. Yeah, it's because <laughs> Kramer was a fake king. <laughs> yeah. Let's go chicken and I'm the real king that stay on. Yeah, that's it. Well, actually, that brings us to our first discussion on the pod. We're making a wall of kings. Uh-huh. There's going to be a wall of generals, which <laughs> is going to have Miss Love and, of course, General Sherman, Robert E. Lee. They're all going to be there. 
And then there's going to be the uh, Wall of Presidents for Life, which is going to be me. Obviously, Ali's on the Wall of Kings. <laughs> and we're wondering who else should be on there because I, for one, think that we should just replace the Kramer with Sean Williams. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> and Sean Williams Scott Wait, later the, years. Does that make the wall the wall of emperors instead of kings? Uh, look, there, there is a lot of territorial dispute when it comes to Sean Williams Scott. Is he a god emperor? Is he a god? Is he a king? <laughs> Regardless, he, I think he deserves to be on that wall nonetheless. Yeah, he does, he does, he does. Leaf go chicken, that's obviously. Not, that's not moving. That's not going anywhere. That, that goes, I go. <laughs> 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 that's my emblem. That's the general's emblem. That's your picture of Dorian Gray. That's right. Exactly. UH, it doesn't. <laughs> Upon my wall, chicken clucking at my hotel door. <laughs> discount, discount, two for one. Yes. Coke Zero. A rooster perched above my chamber door. <laughs> All right, two for one Tuesday. We've Double got a few recommendations. More. Put up a picture of Handball King. Oh, what, yeah, Kev. true. Big Kev. Kev deserves to be up there. Nah, how about picture the real Big Mal? Kev? We did have a picture of Mal. King Beasley. <laughs> what, what? Uh, yes. Yeah, we Jimmy did. No one would be able to tell the difference. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. That would be so... <laughs> That'd be amazing. So Jimmy Fallon. Like, <laughs> what are the walls? Dude, that's fine. We'll just we'll just eat one of his uh, Ben and Jerry's ice creams, flatten it out and stick it on the wall. Yeah, I, I, okay, right. That's happening. Yeah, we'll do that. Leighton <laughs> Hewitt. so easy here. Leighton Hewitt, what do you reckon? I thought you said Lady Gaga. Leighton Hewitt would be great. Yeah. And Beck Hewitt. Beck Hewitt. Yeah, okay, that can be a regal couple. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Sometimes those portraits happen. That's right. What That's about Putin? <laughs> yeah, def- well, no, no, okay. no. Wall of Presidents for Life. Ali uh, <laughs> right, doubling well. down on his uh, <laughs> egregious cancelable take last week. It wasn't egregious. It was a, a it was an error. I thought it wasn't going to happen, and it did. Maybe I've just got to address that. That was pathetic that everybody in the comments, this age will, this age will. You make a prediction then, can't? <laughs> and then the other thing is, uh, look, he was right on 99.9% well, of it. I'll, I'll not watched it. I'll address it. <laughs> In the last podcast, I said <laughs> that, <laughs> I suppose, while the tanks are rolling, <laughs> that there was, uh, uh, I don't think that Putin is going to launch an invasion on Ukraine. And as you can tell, that right. happened. But and that is why Ali is on the wall of kings. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm on the wall of kings. Yeah. But I'll tell, like, okay, I'll I'll address it. This is this is what I got wrong. I expected Putin to act in a logical manner that would serve Russia, but he acted on impulse because what he's done now is not going to help him or Russia in the long term. Right, so look, this is the whole thing. It's like, if you gaze into a crystal ball, you're not going to be correct all the time. But here's where you went wrong, Ali. Afterwards, and this is what separates the men from the soothsayers, you're supposed to realign why you were correct and <laughs> claim today that Russia hasn't invaded the UK. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's Actually, they're only... Yeah. They, they, they never it. intended to invade Ukraine, but things have gotten out of hand and now they kind of have to. Um, it's a body double. 
but basically, exactly. basically, I think what uh, this is again. This is what I think happened. Putin had put invading Ukraine on the table as a bargaining tactic for the U.S. and Ukraine to cave in and give him the concessions that he wanted. U.S. <clears throat> kind of called him on his bluff, and in he had nowhere to go, so he tried to save his face by doing what the bluff was intended to be, which was launch an invasion. Mm. Now, anyways, look, whatever's happened has happened. I, I, I was wrong about that. But now there can be four, I think, four scenarios. We're in the war room here. Yeah, what's your next prediction? What's my next prediction? There's, <laughs> there's four, four scenarios that Putin can now do. One, which, would, which I suppose Putin would consider to be, in a way, ideal is that his invade his occupation or his invasion is successful he takes over kiev and all of ukraine he installs a puppet government through a regime change forces that puppet government to amend the constitution make enshrining ukraine as a neutral uh or a pro-russia territory keep a number of armed soldiers consistently in Ukraine to, to manage this. And uh, that way, he could have control over Ukraine. There's a few... Yeah, let him have it, NATO. He's <laughs> a tough <laughs> there's, a, there's a few really big disadvantages or <laughs> there's a real, real constraints in that. Number one, if he does that, then Ukraine is going to be sanctioned by the world because this new puppet government is not going to be recognized by any country, which means that Ukraine is going to suffer economically. And to compensate that, Putin is going to have to already, he's already depleting funds. He's going to use that to keep this government in power, kind of like <clears throat> the way China did with North Korea for the longest time. And, uh, and also bear the cost of this constant occupation, which is a lot of money. Second scenario is that Putin agrees to a withdrawal by forcing the Ukrainian government to again stay neutral and de, as he would say, demilitarize the country, which means that you can't be part of NATO, you can't be part of EU, mm. and, uh, and that's, the only that's the only thing that is going to make us withdraw. Yeah. If he does that, theoretically... It's a win, but it would be a loss in the long term because, first of all, there's no guarantee that three years from now Ukraine will stay that way. They might switch again. <coughs> and um, and there's, there's a huge resistance in Ukraine, so he's going to have to constantly fight them either way, even if he does that. The third option could be that he uh, tries to reach a peace agreement with the current Ukrainian government, or Zelensky government, and uh, try to get as many concessions as possible and ensure that they don't join NATO and constantly face sanctions. Mm -hmm. The last option, which is the worst option, is... Pushes on to he, Germany. He leaves... <laughs> Payback. Jesus! That's what we wanted you to think. <laughs> the problem with the third scenario is that while he reaches a peace agreement... He's going to have to maintain his forces in Ukraine, which is going to hemorrhage his money. So he's going to be... So it's a matter of time, like when the sanctions get him 
And Wait, is this the fourth one? No, this is the third one. The right. fourth one Tweet. is that he <laughs> withdraws before a peace agreement, however, destroys every piece of infrastructure in Ukraine, which is a war strategy, unfortunately, as well. That you destroy basically everything, bring that country to like rubble mm. and leave. And, and your basic statement is that if you ever do this again, we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to do the same thing again. If you got the fifth option. What's the fifth option? <laughs> Nuclear. Well, so the nuclear thing is a genuine threat. However, I don't think that nuclear threat will materialize unless NATO directly starts fighting the war. Because I like those if, odds, given your track record. If, well, no, I'm saying like if nuclear option. See mushroom cloud. Fuck. Well, it, look, it, it could, it could. I'm not saying it can't happen. No, it makes I'm sense it if NATO can happen. Yeah, yeah. But if surely the US NATO directly participates in the Ukrainian war because at that point. Russia will have the justification. It's like, okay, now we're fighting a war, not just with Ukraine, we're fighting the war yeah. with America. Well, let's just cut like cut to the chase because that's what everyone wants to know. Like, What are What's the chances? What's the chances of NATO doing that? Well, according to Biden, not not a lot. Because Biden, Biden is saying right that he is, uh, he's been constantly saying that we're going to arm the Ukrainians, we're going to put these sanctions, we're not going to directly fight. Yeah. And he is saying that for that particular reason because yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. to avoid a nuclear holocaust situation. I'm very, I'm, I'm just really glad Trump's not in right now. But this is why I think this what, was, what was Trump's point, wasn't he? Just I like, don't know. Putin, he did a very good PR campaign. I saw that and I thought that was beautiful. And then I saw Biden's response and I thought that was very bad. So he was very pro Putin. Is that Trump's take? No, no, he, he was pro the art of communications. <laughs> well, that's him, of right? Putin. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if Trump was in right now, he'd be like, I have no option other than to nuke both uh, the Kremlin and Moscow as of today. I don't have, we don't have an option. <laughs> and he yeah. would say that because yes. thinking that those are two different things, <laughs> Kremlin and Moscow. Aren't they? No, they're not. Right, then he'll just come out and be like, I was saying I'm going to bomb Moscow and especially, <laughs> especially I'm going to get the Kremlin. What I meant by that was those weird spirally castles, they will also fall and they will be falling. There can only be one Disneyland, folks. <laughs> well, there can be three, but they all have to be in America. Nevada and California are different states. Now, now comes the unpopular <laughs> part, which will get me canceled Go for on. sure. Cancel yourself. But it, no. is, it is absolutely... Look, again, invasion, extremely wrong because this, by all accounts, even if you're Russian, this is really bad, which is why there's a lot of protests within Russia too, because is it is it worth doing putting your country through all of this for Ukraine? But let's not forget that the reason why all of this happened is because the Western forces really <coughs> cornered Russia into a spot. We should where preface they we should preface this by saying there's a really interesting YouTube video called "Why the Ukraine Crisis Is the West's Fault." I don't know what's the name of the professor. I can't remember his name. But I can look a, it up. But it's a very it'll just come up that and pictures of hot chicks pole vaulting <laughs> in the Olympics. That's yeah. all the but, YouTube is at the moment. But it's just that a, old man. And that. but it is a really interesting take. It's not. It's not actually saying it's all the West's fault, but it's saying. It, it sort of explains. I thought it was interesting in that it explained that you know, uh, Ukraine was the last sort of neutral buffer between Russia and NATO, the rest of Greater Europe. And the equivalency being like, you know, if China, not that it's the same, but if China and uh, Russia took Mexico and told America, like, this is Mexico, uh, sorry, this is like the USSR now, this is Russia now, whatever, 
Um, all I'm saying, like, this is not, these aren't black and white. Well, don't the, seem like black the, and white the, issues. They seem like there's always, and I'm not saying, I'm not pro Putin at all, but I'm saying like, there's always going to be multi, multifaceted, like geopolitical ramifications. Well, to these you know what? I, I think we actually are just ethnically more experts on this than you are, Ali. <laughs> I honestly think Miss Love and I are just sitting there being like, it's a blood thing. He wants the revenge. You know, like, that's <laughs> like, that's so you're thinking it's not rational and we're just thinking like, this is the most rational thing. You want to get your revenge, you know? Well, it's not <laughs> rational because even if I'm, if, if I mean, I'm, I'm not within... Saying that. I'm not, I'm not, like, not going to say that. But if I'm like, if, okay, if I'm like working for Putin, I'm going to, this is why I don't think the invasion was rational in any which way for Russian interests, because what Putin yeah. wanted to avoid was Ukraine becoming a part of NATO, which means that Ukraine becomes part of the Western bloc and any sort of animosity against them would result in a war. He does that by launching an invasion and all the European countries that were kind of complacent beforehand were more interested in gas pipelines than war, and it was only America that was that kept talking about the Russian threat. Are now going to realize that this is a big threat and start spending a lot of money on their defense military. The German the Nord II gas pipeline, which Germany really wanted, Russia really wanted, and America was putting pressure on Germany not to accept, is definitely not going to happen after this invasion. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I I because I here's my bold prediction. Riddle War Three. You're just gonna sit there, and, and, and they're all gonna be sitting around in the EU. And they'll be sitting there, being like, "This is intolerable." That's already happened. Putting in sanctions, and then the soldiers will move out, and then they'll look at the map, and they'll think, "You know, gas is a lot easier to get from there." It is. It definitely right. is. So, and not only it, it, the, the sanctions can't last forever. Surely, the sanctions could depends on, on again how Ukraine unfolds if if uh, mm -hmm. russia occupies ukraine and puts in a puppet government because which they can if they can end up breaking the resistance the sanctions will remain for the foreseeable future yeah 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 yeah, yeah. if yeah. that's so, the scenario but someone just said rocco he says uh so sorry the travis marsh said shit geordies will predict peace we're doomed <laughs> um i got a question though but come on like so much gas. Nah, but no, there is a, definitely so much gas. If there's political pressure, they won't do it. And actually, like a lot of these countries are kind of screwed. Well, Germany, for instance, has reserves until next year. And they're lucky in the sense that this crisis happened just when uh, the heating season is about to end. So they're going to move on and they'll have enough gas, even if like everything is cut off until next year. Next year... They're gonna have to find replacements, which basically means that they were gonna, they're gonna have to get uh, liquid natural gas, which they can get uh, shipped from the Middle East. However, they have no infrastructure to receive this liquid natural gas because you need like LNG specific terminals. So they're gonna have to spend a lot of money in developing this stuff and still have regular blackouts. So it's a, it's a tricky See? situation. But if the threat for them is that Putin could launch an invasion anywhere. They'd be more willing to do that. They'd be more willing to do that after the invasion than they would have been pre-invasion. Here's the question, though, Ali. Do you think that people will be talking about this a year from now? 
Or do you think it'll just well, move all to those North Korea or something else? No, well, people that were criticizing me and saying it was an ace take will, will have forgotten about it. They'd be talking about uh, PewDiePie versus the world because he's about to take over every subscriber in the world. But people that give a shit about this are going to be still talking about it and the resolution would need to be reached. It's it, We'll see where it goes from here, right? Now, but Putin needs a fucking out here. Because if you keep pressurizing him and you give him nothing even after this situation, maybe what Miss Love is saying about the nuclear scenario could be right. Because no country would want to use nuclear weapons because it's basically a suicide mission unless they feel that they have no other option left. So if Putin <coughs> keeps losing, uh, let's say Ukrainian resistance is so strong that they actually repel him and then they, who knows what could happen? Like, it, it could very much be... A, so you really need to give him some kind of an out here. I think in the EU, I do have a, enough faith in them that they would probably understand that scenario and think, okay, you made your point. Mm. And they'll give him some face-saving out. Yeah. Well, sure. if, if that happens, that would be the ideal scenario. And it's really unfortunate because, like... Again, uh, Ukraine is the one that's suffering over here. But, like, it should be said, again, this is a cancel-worthy opinion, but America used Ukraine as a bait over here. Like, badly. Russia is definitely to blame because they're invading a, a sovereign country. But the reason why they're invading a sovereign country is because America gave them false hope that they would be defended by the U.S. And they're not. Biden said that the troops aren't going to Ukraine. So, like, you really royally fucked over these people. And, the, and this is the point where the, that academic who did that lecture was talking about is like y Ukraine wasn't a core interest from a, for America from the get-go. Whereas Ukraine was a core interest of Russia. Like, they wanted it more. Well, because it's right next to them. For America, America was far, far away. You could argue that it was more of a core interest for Europeans than it was for Americans. And all of this, all this commotion began in 2004 when NATO was offered to Ukraine, the EU and NATO, and which was bad in the sense that when NATO was an option for them that if they ever get attacked, the entire Western coalition is going to help defend them. And so they screwed over, they like severed their relations with Russia over the hope of joining the single European Union market and uh, joining uh, NATO. And when they actually needed it, they didn't get anything. So now we're hearing about like how it's a fight for Ukrainians to fight. And so if that was the case from the get-go, why were you dangling this NATO carrot to them in the first place that as soon as they took it, they got fucked over? What about this? How confident are you that this will just blow over? I mean, look, it's going to obviously blow over at some point. But or blow up. But there's... Everything has uh, repercussions, and this is going to also have repercussions. Yeah. It remains to be seen how the repercussions... Th that's the other thing. Russia is going to be disadvantaged from it. America will slightly be disadvantaged from it. The main loser from this would be Ukraine because they're, they're the ones whose country is being... What about the EU? The EU would... In the long run, anyway. not, not, not so much. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which is, which is depressing, except that now some of their, their eco economies might go further down because of this Russian hostility. Because again, they wouldn't be as energy secure. But Ukraine's gonna suffer from this for a long time. 
They already have. Like they've been. This is. They've. Ukraine has been in a quasi civil war for the last seven to eight years. So they've already been suffering. This is just like a very brutal sort of way that it came to the world's attention. But this has been a problem for them from from a long time. It started with like this orange revolution where the uh, the, the population wanted to or a lot of Ukrainians wanted to join EU and NATO and Russia said that that's not a good idea and so they had to they they installed this government which is pro-Russian and then there was a revolution where that regime was overthrown and this new regime that was very pro-NATO and EU came along. And ever since they've been fighting a civil war because Eastern Ukraine is pro-Russia and Western Ukraine is pro-West. So is the solution Berlin Wall 2? That actually is also one of the other scenarios that could come about from <laughs> this, which is that Ukraine gets partitioned into East and West Ukraine, where Western Ukraine would come under a very much like a Cold War scenario, where Western Ukraine would become part of uh, NATO and EU, and Eastern Ukraine would be part of Russia. And it's going to be divided along a river. And that could also be a scenario. But that would also be bad for uh, Russia more than it would be bad for US, because that new Eastern European country is going to be heavily sanctioned and Russia would have to pay the bill, which is going to be a huge amount of money. Keep, and also keep a strong amount of forces over there to protect it from the West. Because, and because the Western Ukraine and Eastern Ukraine are going to be fighting. So it's, it's going to be, this is just a bad thing. That's going to be a net bad, it's going to be net bad for everyone in this case, particularly for Ukraine and then for Russia. And the least amount of it, is, and America is going to be affected the least by it. And unfortunately, they're a huge player in it that contributed to this happening as well. And now, Just cancel don't know anything about anyone it. Anyone that does not like this can suck my dick. <laughs> a lot don't like it. <laughs> I know, a lot don't like well, it. What do they say? I know, some do too. My question is, uh, and to preface this like with obviously like, you know, I f it's bad, it's horrible, it's people dying. I'm a pacifist, peace and love, man. Don't kill people, it's brutal. But why... <laughs> but but why, why uh, doesn't America... Why wouldn't they just opt for Ukraine being either uh, a neutral country or just siding with America? I mean, if you look at the NATO map, it's like 90% of Europe. Like what? America's like, no, no, we need the Ukraine as well. It's like, why? Why? What? Like, it's, it's a dumb idea. Like, it, it, it's like, it is like, if it seems to me, it seems not that different to me that if they that if Russia and China in a coalition came to uh, Mexico and like, this is Russia now, it's obviously going to antagonize Russia. So like, I don't yeah. understand it, but I, it's not like, it's not, it's, not, it's not Germany. It's not fucking France. It's not England. It's too Lithu late. Uh, like, you're right. You're like, right. Like, obviously. Not Lithuania. I don't even know what it's, yeah, but that's I what, what it's we called. were saying even before that this is, this is going to, it's not too late. It's not, no, 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 but it's not too late now, now to say, look, I'm sure the Ukrainian people don't want. Maybe it is too late now, but why did it have to come to that? Why should why why was there why like there should uh, there sh I think there should shouldn't have been U.S. pressure for for the, them to join NATO. Yeah, there shouldn't have been, but apparently that's a 
cancel worthy opinion. Because that's not cancel. I mean, it's like, like look at the fucking map of Europe and look at the NATO countries. It's all of Europe. So it's like, I mean, <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. Like it's it's just, it's it's just like common sense that if you're technically just taking you know in yeah, this, if you're I, gonna pull. Yeah, bear, yeah, yeah, and it's like the you know, bear could attack and exactly, the bear is exactly, fucking violent. That's and what he's I'm proved it. That's what I'm saying, and like I understand it's probably complicated because the they uh, the uh, I keep thinking Lithuanians. What's the country? Ukraine. The Ukrainians, obviously, you know, it's not unlike the Yugoslavian war in that they were promised like freedom and the West and, and all these values that 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 the West uh, promises or sees you know, as seen as promised. Um, hey, here's a here's a win. Mm-hmm. Germany has just announced that it's going to move its hundred percent renewable energy target from twenty fifty to twenty thirty five. They might have to. At this it was point. either going to be that or animals. It's nothing to do with the war. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, but I'll tell you what, though, Ali, I think <laughs> a lot of people actually do agree with you. Well, I, I look. I kind of know. I don't care as much, but. I appreciate that, but it's really like, I'm sure some people have differing opinions on this. I just don't, I think this could have been avoided. Yeah. I mean, I really think that if you he, look he at didn't the, have to come down if to you this, look at if the, you had given dude, I'll show that you the motherfucker now, he's also Putin, this is one of the other things, Putin's been in power for so fucking long now that this is why you need to have certain terms. Like you end up making dumb moves like this. This was a dumb move on his end. And it was just because he was like, he's been there, his mind's gone now. Really? Because I don't think this would have benefited him in any which way. It was just an ego thing at the end. When he knew that he couldn't, he had done all of this stuff, which is like stationed the troops at the edge of Ukraine, threatened an invasion, all for getting those concessions of Ukraine not joining NATO and EU. And when he didn't get that, he was like, I'll fucking do it. And he did it. Look, like it, it was if you look at that map. But could you argue that it would be from Green's perspective, if the Ukraine did become a NATO country, yeah, that surely would be terrible for him. That would be yeah, from for Russian national what they perceive to be Russian national interest, it would be terrible for them. I think that's what it would be so like if that's he stopped that, then that is a win for him. If he can stop that, that is definitely a win for him. That's what this entire thing is about in the first place mm. of Ukraine not joining NATO. Mm. And look at the green. That's but all the NATO. The question is, can he do that now? That green is all NATO, and so it's just expanding. I mean, like, I'm not saying it's right what they're doing, but like, it's uh, it's it's a predictable it's clear containment. Well, yeah, it's, it's a predictable. Ukraine was thing, the law. Now, you know? then, it's just Russia that's left. And then, and then, like Biden will be like, "Would you like to join NATO?" <laughs> to Russia, <laughs> basically, it's yeah, a nacho club. Uh, the N stands for nachos, the A for aerosol cans for the mosquitoes, T for Texas barbecue, and O for orange tang. That's what we do. We get together in France and have tacos. No, you don't have those up there, but I shouldn't joke about it. He's but, probably right as well. There probably is that NATO that he's a member of. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you said, it is, I don't know. Like it's all geopolitics and it's like, I think it could have been avoided and Maybe the Ukrainian people wanted to join, but Ukrainian people did. They voted over. This is the, yeah. this. This is what also needs to be pointed out. Ukrainian people wanted to overwhelmingly. Join. Yeah, there was a vote, and they wanted to join. Yeah, 
NATO and EU. In fact, the current is president, true? Zelensky... Is it true, though, that that was kind of like a corralled opinion? Because that's well, yeah. what I've heard. That what do you mean? Was well, that, was it's it? just any pro-Russian opinion oh. has just been wiped off the airwaves. Well, that's because, again, Ukraine isn't just one place that's divided. I, I don't there's know. There's a lot what of Russians in Ukraine, right? There's a lot of Russians but in Ukraine. But if you're Ukraine, hearing... But not majority. If, if the yeah, only yeah. perspective you're hearing is, here's all the benefits for joining NATO, and you're not hearing anyone say... This is why you shouldn't join NATO. Yeah. It does make sense that there would be an overwhelming vote to join NATO. Yeah, but the, even the vote, like they did a, a poll on, uh, Sub on different, different provinces Sorry, of Ukraine of uh, which uh, which provinces wanted to join uh, NATO and EU and which ones didn't. All the ones that are Ukrainian speaking, Ukrainian speaking dominant uh, provinces, all wanted to join NATO, and all the ones that were Russian pro didn't want to join NATO. So. The Coach. country is really divided in that way, which is why they've been in a state of civil war for some time now. Maybe it is the best solution to just say, if you're Russian, you can go join Russia if you want. Maybe just do a referendum on it. Well, that's what Zelensky is saying. Really? For, he was saying that we're going to have a referendum, or was saying that. Now, obviously, things are different with the invasion. But before the invasion, he said that uh, we want to have a referendum. And if a majority of Ukrainians want to join NATO and EU, then we're going to join NATO and EU. No, and no, no, I'm talking about a split. That's what the referendum should be. Well, now, maybe, maybe that, that, why, that is one of the possible scenarios. Why, okay, just listen, a partition. That would probably tick everyone's boxes. Listen, well, I, not Ukraine. They lose half of their country if you're Russian or it's like, divide, would you be happy if Australia was divided into two or if US was divided into North Australia and South? <laughs> Listen to this. This guy's saying Russia wanted to invade Ukraine regardless. NATO is just an excuse. They just want the Ukrainian territory. Keeping Ukraine out of NATO is just a demand for which it makes it easier to. Why would they just want Ukraine? For their economy? Look, now, this guy believes that. I don't agree with that. I, I don't, I don't, no, you don't have I, to agree I, with that. I'm, I'm asking you. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm asking the question. If, he, if, that's his, if that's what his take is, why would. Russia just want Ukraine just for economic purposes? I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's thinking they have like a colonial mindset and they want to expand their empire. Maybe I mean, genetically, they're the same people. Well, that's You and me are pretty much them, young man. Yeah, that's, that's why. I'm yeah. So like there is... I that, get it. I get, I get blood feuds. But there, is, but there is an argument to be made. I mean, the Yugoslavia war... I don't think this war, argument is right, though. Like it's... Maybe it's not... Maybe, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's po it could be a possibility. It could be, but like I think it's more why? a possibility. That, why would anyone? I think just economic. Do it? I think if if that is true, I don't think it is either. I think economic reasons. What what is so special about Ukraine? I don't know. Does it okay? Ukraine is <laughs> I don't, I don't famous. Know. I don't know. Shit for having natural it. resources, right? Right. Gas. They've got gas and yeah, oil. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a Russia has a lot more than that. Yeah. Ukraine is a, a actually a big producer of grains and wheat, like Australia. Mm. Russia also has that. Ukraine is uh, Ukraine has a uh, uh, military and military equipment expertise. Russia also has that. So but are they kind of a block for Russia's gas? Yeah. Mm. Well, they're they're in route to Russia's gas. So like Russian yeah, gas, so it they needs to go to say we can turn this off at any point. Well, Russia could turn it off at any point, anyways, because it's originating from their country. Yeah, they have a lot more Ukraine gas than Ukraine. Ukraine has a say on that, and so obviously Russia doesn't want them to have a say on well, that. Well, yeah, that could, that's also one of the reasons, it but that's also economic. part of the reason why they want Ukraine to be pro-Russia. Yeah. And which is why, like, 
in that scenario, if let's say in some scenario, th- that's also why they don't want them to be part of NATO. Because if there's that scenario where Ukraine unilaterally decides to stop Russian gas flowing from Russia to Europe, first of all, it would be difficult for them to do that anyways. Because sure, Russia is sending gas, but there's someone that has to be receiving gas too. So if there's, let's say, Germany that wants to receive gas and Russia that wants to sell gas, what's the motivation for Ukraine to stop it? Because even if they stop it, they're making two enemies. So the only way that Russian would, would want to stop it is if they've right, also like got Germans on their side. Clearly the Ukraine is a plaything for bigger powers. It's, there's well, yeah, no that's actual... Obvious. Is that true? The thing I highlighted? Russia doesn't have... What does it say? Doesn't have uh, access between access Belarus, Belarus and, Crimea. and Crimea. Yeah, well, th- that is kind of what Jordan is also yeah, talking so about. So there are blocks. So it could be an, there yeah, could well, be an economic incentive. Which is why incentive. it's next to them. But that's why I'm saying, like, it, it, it does make a lot of like. It's not necessarily the Ukraine that would want to block gas imports, mm. but the EU and the US might want to for adding pressure. Yes, if and the US and EU want to, then Ukraine would do it. Exactly. Which means Russia has no one to sell their gas to. Because Ukraine is in route to Europe. Let's say if Ukraine was in route to China, then that would make sense that there's two willing parties. You've got Russia and China that want to sell and buy gas, and then Ukraine can play uh, play a spoiler over here. But that's not the case. The spoiler that they can f- play is between Russia and Europe. So if US and Europe want to do it, then there's no point anyways, because who the hell is Russia exporting that gas to? True, true. True, fair so enough. So I, I don't think, and plus Ukraine is small enough to not want to do that sort of stuff. When there's gas flowing from Ukraine, they're getting money from it. Mm. Like if you're using someone's territory, you have to pay money. Mm. And so the only way that they would want to do it if Europe was on their side. Someone said Ukraine is looking at becoming the food basket of Eastern Europe. Everyone's fucking wanted becoming the food basket. So are we. But what's wrong with that? No, I, look, at this point, it's kind of, you know, the re, whether it's economic or because of NATO, it's like it's, it's pressure. It's what they see as some it's just form like of it's pressure. Huge, it's next to them. It's the, yeah. same, it's the same thing for the way uh, America New looks Zealand. at Mexico. Yeah, no, no, I'm kidding. Or we would look at, yeah. No, I'm joking. New <laughs> but yeah, Mexico, yeah. I, that's why I used that example about Mexico before. If New like Zealand becomes a, a part of, uh, let's say, China was stationing their troops all over New Zealand, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and they I had this treaty that, that if anyone attacks New Zealand, China yeah. would attack them, we would be very scared by that. Yeah. So it's like you've got to like you, you you can't make Russia disappear. They'll they're gonna be there, so you need to. Come with like some sort of a balance of I think, power over I think here it that was, can yeah, I think it lead was, to sustainable I think it, peace. I don't buy the economic thing. I think it was it was NATO and this sort of whether you see it that way or not, a perceived um, encircling of like the West on your doorstep and being like, oh, we're just t- now. Even if you know, just from a, a fucking map perspective, it's like okay, we've taken another you know Casacone style, just took another big chunk on your border. That's now that's you know what I mean. It's just Baltic moving closer and closer. Also part of NATO already. That's what so yeah. they're literally being encircled. That's what, if I'm, that's you're what in I mean. Russia, yeah, yeah. you're looking at I think every corner of your uh, your border. Yeah, reverse is, is being is being like taken over by the Western Bloc. They're probably still that pissed about Alaska too. <laughs> I would be. Jesus Christ, they're sort of nothing. And the fact that it's right there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, I look. I I, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I know the answer, but like you know. If you th- if you think this is a black and white issue, just Google American imperialism. <laughs> Google that shit because it's like 
you know. But again, like I want to, I want to say this, and this is this is because I want to make this point clear. Just because I'm saying that, yeah, that doesn't mean you agree. Is, uh, yeah. is, is is contributing to this disaster yeah. does not mean that I am saying what Putin is doing is right. No, definitely not. What Putin yeah. is doing is wrong, and it's not, not just from kill. a humanitarian yeah. perspective, from an from but every just perspective, from like a pragmatic right. perspective. Yeah. You're arming the entire Europe against you by doing this. All of these countries in Europe that were past this war stage after World War II and were focusing on economy are now going to be arming themselves. You know how like Trump was saying that uh, Europe needs to take the bill for a lot of this NATO stuff. America can't keep paying for this. They're going to take that advice now because they're like, okay, maybe we do need to do that now. So you were wrong, Miss Love. It would be better if Trump was president. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know what Trump. Dude, would what have would done. Trump have done? He would have nuked him. I think I don't. Again, I don't know. I don't think he. Dude, come on. Maybe Trump. Trump might have recognized because he likes Putin, or it seems like he likes Putin. Maybe he would have recognized that you've got to give something. You know, you can't expect to take keep everything and expect the other person. But wait, not to it act seems like in a Biden's. Way. Yeah, what's Biden? Biden's not taking everything. He's not. No, Biden. Biden is taking everything. But is, is Biden yeah. still saying? Okay, so is and Biden, now he might actually be successful if if uh, Russia manages to hit themselves and so the foot with their sledgehammer. So is Biden's take now? Ukraine is joining NATO. That's happening, right? No, no, no. Biden isn't saying that at this point because that is all. That's all on the table now. So yeah, no one good. is saying that because, because I, like the settlement would include this part. This surely is, there needs to be. Uh, I don't know, man. Like. I don't know. Like there needs to be like a buffer zone. Like it's it's just it's not going to work out well for anyone. Unfortunately, the the Ukrainians themselves, I feel like, are going to obviously suffer the most. Either way, now, either way, it's either just going to be fucked. It's like Afghanistan. It's just going to be fucked. They, but strategically, it's like in a global level, it should like take the heat off and just say, look, reassess what the country should be. It's like maybe just look at Russia and be like, well. This guy's fucking psycho. Like well, we can't, bitch, can't join NATO. Well, the ideal scenario, in my view, is which I don't know how this is going to happen now because so much blood has already been spilled. Uh, Ukraine stays neutral. That's what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. the only way you can do this. You can't expect yeah, yeah. Ukraine to be part of NATO and then nah. expect Russia. Because like, if just you really neutral. think that you want to make Ukraine a part, like you want to make Ukraine just like uh, France or Germany. Then the sanctions won't matter to Russia because at some point, people uh, people value security more than economics. It's the same thing with us. You know, when shit gets too intense with China, we and China's putting like whatever they're not importing our wine and shit. Yeah. Most Australians at some point will go like, okay, if it ma if genuine security is at stake, I don't care about yeah, getting yeah. less money. Yeah. So you've got to you've got to understand that Russia will do the same. Like if you give them yeah, yeah, nothing, yeah, 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 I, I, then I they will take your sanctions totally and agree. still be a pain in the ass. I totally agree. It's like you can't. He's, I mean, the fucking shit he was saying was like scary. Like in fucking, he Putin, basically said Putin we will nuke you. He said we'll nuke you, Putin, and his nuclear strikes are on on uh, his nuclear uh, brigade army preventative whatever bullshit force is like on alert. They're like, yeah, they're all like yeah, standing he's, he's by. Putting that, he's doing that to put pressure on he, the US not to get directly involved totally, in Ukraine. Totally, but like, he's not, he's, he, if, if someone's going to do it, that motherfucker's going to do it. Do you, no, I don't think that at all. He's 
probably the biggest advocate against using nuclear weapons really in the world he was constantly what? pushing for the u.s to really go back putin. into agreements of disarm really putin. yeah so i think that yeah look as ali said last week it's a bluff it, it really? well, obviously it's a bluff i think it just i think the idea of an actual intentional nuclear strike is not going to happen what's more likely is one of those nukes is not going to be checked, and that's going to go off. Tactical, that's probably Jesus. But, but this is that's, but that's Jordan, so fucked that that's a possibility. I, I wanna, it's a huge possibility. I want miss oh. you might be right because I recently read a statement by a Russian diplomat who's obviously pro-Putin, but he said, "Is a world without Russia worth keeping?" Jesus. Wait, what That's do you mean? That's a fucked up Is a statement. world without Russia worth keeping? Oh, because it's going to be fucked. So basically what he is saying is, yeah. if we're screwed, yeah, you're all we're going to bring the entire world down totally, with us. And yeah, that is yeah. the only scenario Fuck. for a nuclear war, where yeah, yeah. Russia feels that they've got nothing and their survival's at stake. Let's say if uh, Biden decides that we are going to counter this invasion by a full-scale invasion of Russia getting... Every NATO country involved in this, yeah. that could legitimately yes. lead to a oh, nuclear for sure. holocaust. For sure. But anything where like Russia doesn't feel that their survival is at stake, yeah. maybe nuclear war can be averted. But it's a slippery slope. You never know. That's why I'm saying like you can't... This isn't like fucking a John Wayne movie. You need to fucking... Like you have to give some, uh, some fucking breathing room Give Otherwise, some, take some. That yeah, compromise. Like yeah. people need to like. This, should the world end over a one another another country joining NATO? Imagine if that was the end of the world. It's like, and what end of the world? It's like a small Eastern European country wanted to join. It's like, and was there any kind of economic advantage to them joining? No, not really. Kind of symbolic. Really, that ended the world. A symbolic gesture. Yes. I hope that doesn't happen, but. Well, apparently, as we speak, there's a massive convoy of Russian military headed towards Kiev. So maybe, fuck, maybe Kiev, we're we're gonna see a big battle over there. It's ultimately it's really sad because they're like brothers, they're genetically the same people. Essentially, that's the saddest thing. It's like the regular people are the ones that fuck get fucked, and you know, poor they're given false hope by the U.S. I mean, you could say a similar situation for uh, the Yugoslavian war, but, you know, my family were on the side but of pro-America. Yeah, well, my family are not on that side. Of, you know, they wanted independence, but, like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's Sometimes it gets frustrating because it feels like it's this... It's so These issues are so... Uh, there's so many different layers to it that it's, like, it seems impossible. It's like, but there's all these different, you know, approaches and opinions. It's like, fuck... I, Jordan, I know you. I know you're saying that it could, but I just don't see this scenario benefiting Russia. I, I'm, I'm, tr I'm struggling to find how Putin could turn this around. Send it this way, boy. To favor, to favor himself. This is not only. This is also unified Ukraine in a way where you had a civil war where there was like Russian areas that were pro uh, Russia, and then you had Western Ukraine that were pro West. Now, even the areas that were pro-Russia were like, yeah, we like Russia, but we don't like tanks rolling up. They've all been told to evacuate. No one likes that. Like, it's, I don't think it's worth dying. They, they feel that it's not worth dying for. Yeah. How about Which means that there's 
a lot more Ukrainians that are now anti-Russia than pro-Russia. Right. Why, why did a Ukraine want to join NATO? Did they have terrible lives under... Well, they wanted security food. from Russia, so they couldn't huh? be bossed around by Russia. Right. Which Russia, how as much, you can tell, how, does. How, how... And also European Union. They think... Yeah. They think that by joining the European Union, their economy could really benefit. How much did the Ukrainians suffer under Russia? I mean, what was what was it like? Was it like authoritarian as fuck? Was it was that they have freedom of press? They have well, a democratically elected president. They have, a, I don't know what their media is like, but like I'm just asking you. I don't know. Well, when Ukraine was part of Russia, it was no. part of the Soviet Union. When did Ukraine? I'll tell you this: it mustn't be great because. Mustn't. Mustn't, because virtually every Ukrainian I've ever met was always asking me about visas yeah. and how to get to Australia. So it was really... And you only hear that from them and Bangladeshis. Really? Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a terrible country to live in. Russia. Huh? Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, And Russia, I suppose. But, doesn't but that's Putin, actually doesn't one of the big reasons why they wanted to join the EU in the first place, right? Which is... And that is to blame blaming Russia, because Russia was never able to like help Ukraine's economy to the extent where they don't even feel like joining the EU. So was so okay, so life in and Russia joining the EU is could also be bad for <laughs> Ukraine. So, like so just ask Greece. Like they're not yeah. too happy about that. So so Ukraine when did Ukraine split from Russia technically become independent? When the Berlin Wall fell right. in nineteen ninety two. And um and you think and, and as you're saying like life in, in Ukraine would it wouldn't have been great. No, well, it wouldn't have. No, it's basically no. just a nuclear waste fallout zone. I know. And it's <sighs> obviously, like what we're saying here, just this puppet state between yeah. bigger powers. Yeah. So there's no such thing. I just highly doubt their elections are remotely democratic. I know, I know Putin's just like an autocrat, but doesn't he have a massive approval rating in Russia? Well, I wonder what his approval... I was saying that on the last pod, but after this, I wonder what his approval ratings are like now. Wait, did he Did he have it? Well, massive... Hard to I don't say, know, hard to say, like, hard to say. It's hard to say, but like a, a lot of Russians like Putin, but now there's... I think there's a lot of Russians that would be pissed off by Putin and a lot of powerful Russians because of these extreme sanctions. These... These, Russia has had sanctions for some time, but some of these sanctions are now, really drastic. Yeah. To the point where even China, who was staying neutral, is now saying, like, oh, we don't like these sanctions because they see that it could also happen to them at some point. These are really draconian. It is also actually helping China and Russia eventually figure out a way to create an alternate financial system because this is... Fuck. So this is, this is again, not good. None of this is leading to a some, something positive. What's the trade sanctions that are drastic? So they've blocked your Russia from, or Russian banks, not all of them, but a lot of Russian banks, from using the SWIFT system, which is like some kind of... PayPal. Yeah, it's like, pay, it's like a financial transaction authorization. So if you're in Russia and you want to do business with anyone outside of Russia... Not allowed to. You can't because your payments aren't going to go through. That would piss off oligarchs. That would piss off oligarchs a lot. I think it Not that could, they care, they'd have so much money. It could actually even potentially lead to regime change in Russia, where Putin might actually have to go. If this ends up badly, this is a this is a perfect what? way that dictators end up going. Losing wars will what bring down the best of or the most popular what, politicians. What is Putin's like uh, dream situation globally? Like for like Russia's place in the world? Well, he would hope that all of Eastern Ukraine, all of Eastern Europe, 
would be part of the Russian bloc and not the Western bloc. Right. So that these, all of these countries can be buffer states. So if there's a war between the Western forces and Russian forces, then you, uh, there's a lot of space between Moscow and the front line for him to manage it. That's his ideal scenario, but right now the war is literally at his doorstep because Ukraine... Yeah, it's fucked. If Ukraine falls under Western guardianship and Putin actually loses, then in the future there could be an even bigger war. Yeah. That, because that then there's no buffer state. It's like straight West and then Russia. It needs to be Nothing diffused. Something has to be diffused. I think it's it has an American to be. interest to create that buffer because why do you want to have a really That's what I mean. Russia? That's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, I don't know. What the fuck's up? What was the intention of NATO? Well, NATO to was do to this. What? No. Yeah, come on. It was basically to just contain Russia. Yeah, well, it was to contain Russia. To push Russia or but to contain Russia? Incentivize. They would say contain, but they mean push. Just like it, to make sure that if any country is attacked by Russia, then all countries join together as a law to fight them. I mean, America's got a pretty pretty big military. Is that necessary? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's brutal. Coronavirus was bad enough. Like, fuck. <laughs> this decade or whatever is fine. In other news, there were two recent studies conducted by seven different countries that concluded that uh, coronavirus did not originate in Wuhan lab, but it originated in the wet market. So it's. So I want to make enemies everywhere. <laughs> no, cool. That's good news. I'd rather that. Rather it from a bat. <laughs> Jesus, this is going to be fun. I had fun on this pod. This was, this was good, guys. I this am sick. Like I am ready to bid the farewell. I, no, no, <laughs> I don't know. Like uh, it's so the Kramer poster and now this, eh? It's just crazy that like we're not down the line saying like the ABC points, and it's like ah oh, no. It's like fuck. Sorry, but this is the whole thing. Just know this, everybody watching. Ali uh, really did just find a bull ant's nest and just repeatedly kicking in. There's no point. Every, no matter what you say, there's going to be a bunch of dickheads online that watch a particular streamer that are going to be sitting there saying, this is a bad take and not backing up why it's a bad take. And if they do back it up, their take will be terrible. Right? It's like not it's sport. It's not supposed to be sport. That's the problem with all this. Maybe we should like, maybe I should just like do the whole Joe Rogan thing, which is completely ignore comments. Like forget that world even exists. Well, yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. Yeah. That's the whole thing. I've just reverted back to being eight years old because the only coverage I ever had, and this is what I've enjoyed so much about it, is pretty much my last memory of the Ukraine was from the Sunday program on Channel 9. And then you'd see that and then you'd hear people being like, there are tanks in my town. I'm very worried. And that's all I've had. Mm. And it's a better place to be, I've got to say. I don't mm. like being an adult and thinking about you know, these issues that are just so far removed from anything you can do Possibly or yeah. add. Do, yeah. But that's where Ali likes to live. Coda, <laughs> Coda. Exact, this is, there is a reason he claimed that this pod was, quote, fun. Coda said NATO is purely anti-Russian alliance they yeah. barred them from yes, joining on multiple occasions is, but that's like that's not a good thing to say these days because people are going to go at you but that's what nato was literally developed for yeah to contain russia yeah 
So obviously it's gonna be a scary thing for Russia. Yeah. But either way, I don't know. Maybe maybe these big wigs know more. No, well, <laughs> this is a really strange thought. No, like, no, what would the world be like without NATO? And I would imagine it'd probably be a lot more peaceful. Probably. I mean, I don't know. Like, you keep NATO, but just don't do it with like do border countries of NATO. Russia. There's a there's a thing called the EU. Yeah, and that's pretty what strong. You do. Yeah, pretty like, like just, a lot of countries. Uh, you know what worked well against Russia so far? Just putting sanctions on them. You don't need NATO for that. I yeah. agree. I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's it seems like it's one of those situations where it's like peace under any circumstances. We aggressively has to have to go for peace. What if that ain't what if that results in war? Still, that's the antithetical, that's the opposite of peace. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. peace. We need peace. To, to up, up right up to war. It's like that that is like that's just like insanity. Doesn't the, the complete opposite things. You're gonna peace we'll, we'll all die for peace. Everyone on earth can die for peace. That's I tell you what, it does remind me of Bill Clinton talking about negotiations and he just said that you always have to give a person the out and for them to save face. Every time I was bargaining with North Korea, all they ever wanted was for me to just watch one of their parades. And I said I wouldn't do it, but I would really like to do it. And that averted a war. <laughs> he was also one of the biggest advocators for NATO. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, like, I think that this is probably just what's going to happen. They're just going to give something to Putin that he can run in his papers and on his radios that he got a big victory. Well, but it's going to be tiny... But that's all he needs, right? Well, you can't, yeah. We already kind of know what Putin wants as a face-saving. He wants Ukraine and the West to officially recognize Russian sovereignty in Crimea. He also wants Ukraine to be neutral and not join, pursue to join EU or NATO. These are like his two demands. Now... I don't the Crimea, the Crimea, the Crimea is a low hang, hanging yes, fruit. Yes, yes. He, he can yeah. definitely get that. You think he can definitely get it? That's I don't think Ukraine, that they'll want right? to officially recognize it, but they'll give some bullshit statement out that can kind of be construed as that. Yeah, either way. if In, if, in effect, if it does that, then Russia could face save. The Now, again, it depends on, like, the if Ukraine is able to resist and actually give Russia a tough fight then they perhaps don't even have to agree to the non-NATO and EU. Like, Russia needs to withdraw from that place as a loser for them to join NATO and EU and not cause a lot of damage to their country. But anything short of that, they would at least have to, on the surface, agree to some sort of neutrality for the time being, and then who knows what happens five, ten years later. Maybe this issue will again resurface. But... Putin needs an out. He needs one desperately. Otherwise, this this occupation could go on for some fucking time. Mm. But isn't that in his interest? What? Isn't that in Putin's interest? To keep the occupation? Yeah. That's a lot of money. It's not right. in his interest. I don't right. think he even intended to occupy that country. He thought... He actually miscalculated. He thought that this could be a very Crimea-like operation where he goes in, he uh, secures the Donbass region, he... Uh, uh, does like a quick uh, change of regime in Ukraine, gets the fuck out of there, and everything's going to be hunky-dory. Right, right. And America's going to put in some bullshit sanctions. But obviously that didn't happen because 
the Ukraine, it, there's still fighting going on. So clearly Russia hasn't won just as yet. So mm. his timeline's already been fucked over. Yeah, it's we'll daunting. Eh? It's daunting. It's like hard to even read the news because you don't want to. You're like, I don't even, I don't want to. <laughs> it's just, you want a situation for like peace overall, every, for the world in terms of, and you know what I mean? But fuck man, like it's like, it gets, uh, it, it gets so complicated when it's happening, when it's like a war. Mm. Let's talk about something more happy. <laughs> what are what are the floods like in Queensland? Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, what? I'm so glad we're in our 30s and our 20s. Why? Because it's. It, I feel bad for people just hitting 20 now. Because it's like when we were 20, it was like the worst thing in the world. Was like AIDS is still rampant, but there's pills for it. It's not even that big a deal. <laughs> and now are the pills getting better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now you know, like. I couldn't handle this in my 20s. Like, in my 30s, it's hard enough. But, like, it's just... I feel bad for the young yeah, Boomers had Stuff it. like that happened. Yeah, but not on such a... While we were in our 20s. It's not, just you weren't paying attention Not to on it. such a fucking dramatic yeah, I think the scale. world has not become on, a lot more turbulent... Not like this. Now, than not like it was this. There's wars. In the 90s. There was wars, but there wasn't... It wasn't Russia and America. Yeah, true. It was two other huge superpowers... US and Afghanistan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. Israel and Palestine, but that's been yeah, of course. Fire when, since isn't it? like yeah, that's just like a, it's movie. like the that's like the burning hole in Turkmenistan. Just never goes. Boomers away. had <laughs> boomers had it really good. They were well, born after the war. After the war, yeah. The, the, yeah. the, the longest span of peace. No pandemics, no yeah. massive wars, bought Cheap houses, houses for, for like anyone ever ten thousand houses. Yeah, no, yeah, but it's true. Houses. They won houses on horse races, basically. Well, they did. I think two's family friends legitimately won a house in the Shire at a meat raffle. Fuck me! So a horse race was too much of a stake. Oh, fuck! They put two bucks in and they got a house. They really, and now it's worth two million. <laughs> fuck! They, I, I really honestly feel bad for and the And they youth say right Vietnamese now. refugees had it rough. <laughs> what was the biggest crisis that boomers faced? Oh, come on. They had this all. Their entire life was this. What? what do you mean? What are you talking about? The Cold it, 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 War. It was the Cold War. Yeah, but the Cold War was just like, this is the Cold War. It was like, some proxy country may have made an advance. Can we, can we get a check on that? No, we have no way of doing that. Come on, you've just described Ukraine. Dude, no, it was that is like, not the Ukraine. There's like, like tanks Vietnam running over cars. Yeah, that happened everywhere. It happened, but it in didn't the happen Cold so war. close to Russia that it could actually trigger a nuclear war. When the Cuban Missile Crisis oh, happened... Man, there was a few triggers in the Cold War. Yeah, the Cuban Missile Crisis when Russia was keeping nukes that was in one. Cuba. That was one. Yeah, but... That look, was... I, when the, there was almost a nuclear war because Nixon was saying like... It's not this year. Vietnam War would only last six months. It's gone, it's gone out to a year. Should, should we just nuke him? Fuck. Yeah, like well, it, Vietnam it a lot. was like That's distant fucked. for both Russia and the US. Huh? Vietnam is like distant for both Russia and the US. I suppose the only country Man, that... we will... I'm calling it... No, even though... The, no, okay. The scientists do say that we're as close as we were in the Cold War to a nuclear war. But the thing is, I don't honestly think... I don't seriously think any nuclear power is actually thinking about dropping nukes. Whereas in the Cold War, not yet. They were. They, they were really they're just in a room, and then there'd be a bunch of guys in the White House and being like, 
What do you say? Should we just put it on these Ruskies or what? Should we put it on the big one? Fuck. I think that maybe we should maybe call them first. And Fuck. See what okay, well, we'll do that, but then just get the trigger ready, you know? Like really? That, I thought the call was like a bit of fun. Actually, <laughs> that, that is true. Like, uh, when JFK was in power, actually before even the Cuban Missile Crisis, yeah. the intelligence community in Europe, uh, sorry, in, in the US, at one point thought, according to their assessment, that they have a very... Uh, very very strong chance of first nuclear deterrence which means that they could destroy all of Russia's nukes before Russia could launch a nuke at other countries in the Cold War yeah during the Cold yeah. War and that and a lot of people in the US intelligence community at the time were arguing that maybe we should just do it and yeah. Yeah. Oh, thinking of rolling the dice yeah. with a nuclear war rolling oh, a dice are you maybe we've got a 70% chance of winning I, th- I don't like <sighs> those odds I think it's also worth pointing out at this point cancel or not cancel and I don't know if this is true but he told me this that in the cold war for every fact check it but for every nuclear uh, sort of Whenever it got close, you said it was the Russians that killed it and stopped it. They, yeah. they deterred the Americans. Yeah. Is that right? I would like to find an example of the Russians being the aggressors in the Cold War. For real, though? I honestly think that there was actually one that I was reading about some Russian admiral on a nuclear submarine, and I can't remember the backstory to it, but it came down to him, and he was just like, I'm not... Dropping my nukes. Fuck. There so was a, there's an academic, uh, American academic who researched on, yeah, those, uh, pre- those uh, flashpoint scenarios. And he basically concluded that what saved the world from a nuclear war was having all three players involved being pragmatic and logical. So you had JFK, who was pragmatic and logical. You had, according to him, yeah, he was pretty uh, Khrushchev, who was logical and pragmatic. I agree with that. And he also said the that... The shoe-banging guy. Fidel Castro, for all his flaws, was logical, and that averted the nuclear war. If you had an extremely impulsive president, someone like Trump, or as Putin has now demonstrated that he can be too, it could have gone anywhere. Mm. Jesus, for for the balance to hang in the hands of like specific neurons firing in the specific cunt's brain is just pathetic and ridiculous. And that's the world now. So I honestly think that it. one day there will be a nuclear strike. It could come down to that, but I honestly think it'll just come down to neglect. It'll be Which is even more pathetic. Much more pathetic. Much more pathetic. And just because of a huge surplus of nuclear arms that no one could ever possibly use. And so they forgot about the ones in Nebraska because they've just been there for ages. Oh, and thought, oh yeah, yeah, Bill's handling it. And taken oh. over by the Tea Party. <laughs> yes. oh. It is very... It. And launch it on California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spot Damn, numero uno. That's the first spot. That's the first spot that we're, is like... We're going to deal with China later, target, but first, California. Yeah, target, Time to put those elites in their place. Target Damn, zero. Hollywood. Target Target Zero, Los Feliz, LA. <laughs> um, it is George fuck. Clooney each there. It is. It is just like oh. yeah. Someone mentioned the GFC. We forgot about that, but that's part of that's our generation. Oh, GFC was also a huge. Not for us. Yeah, it was fine here. That's it. Thank that's you great. very much, Mister Rudd. Yeah, Rudd, Ruddy. Well, not just that. Like people were unemployed, but it kind of broke the capitalist system. We're still facing repercussions of GFC. 
Yeah, but it's always like that, isn't it? It's a cyclical thing every 10 years. Well, GFC was like not a cyclical thing. GFC could be compared to like the depression. Yeah, but honestly, like unemployment was high here, but it was like the one of the best in the world in terms of the... Yeah, because of uh, Handball King and, uh, yeah. and China. Yeah, there's a... Fuck, you know what? I'd love to hear Rudd's take on all this. I would love to hear what Rudd has to say about all this, about Dude, Ukraine. Rudd, Rudd well, hates... Well, just to give you guys a preview, I'm having an interview with that. Really? Man. You better ask him. Not all this talk about uh, fucking... Well, what the hell are you going to ask him? Keating was good, right? Yeah, let's, let's talk about that again. Well, I'd like to anyway. Yeah, I know you'd like to, but for fuck... Well, you've got to pick his brains <laughs> on foreign policy. You have too. to fucking ask him. I think it's him. more important. For oh, people. for fuck's sake! What would what? How many times has he met him? I haven't asked. Oh, him. Oh, for fuck's sake! What, what, what do you think his take would his take would be? Probably the same as Ali's. Like de-escalate it. Try to. Well, I'll tell you what. A, a big reason that tension has been de-escalated between China and the US is Kevin Rudd and his think tank. He really is. One of the few... He is that secret phone in the 60s that still had the... With the little buzzer on it. Just being like, it's the Kremlin shirt. That's him. He's that little beep who's just being like, Rudd is here. In his fucking mansion, the Gold Coast, being like, what is it? I'm just about to have dinner. I've got something to tell you off air. Okay. It's hilarious. I've got something to tell you on air. Go. Scott Morrison, during this entire invasion, when people were like, what the fuck's happening in Ukraine? He came out and he said, it's absolutely reprehensible. China yeah. is giving a lifeline to Russia. Mm. And I was like, so is India, motherfucker. He's your coalition partner. Do you know like the, the United Nations did a vote to, um, to basically say that Russia fucked up with this? Right. There were three countries that abstained. Mm. China... UAE and India, which is partners with us during in the quad. Mm. So mm. I don't know. I understand how Scott Morrison can come out and say that China's giving Russia a lifeline, but so is one of your most strategic partners. So yes, yeah. Why didn't you say that? And it's also again, it's not helping. That's not no, what you should be fucking really saying. Not. It's really That's not, not what you should be saying. In fact, it's it's so detrimental. Yeah. Because really, it's kind of pushing China into having a statement, yeah. if anything. Yeah. Yeah. China, uh, exactly. Point Polarizing has... people more and more and more. For what? Because po political points. Po political points. In Mackay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, can, you, can you explain this to us, Jordan? I knew Mackay would be the end of it all. <laughs> Chuck that here. Yeah, goddamn smoke. So can you explain this to us? Apparently, the news is saying that uh, uh, Scott Morrison's like China rhetoric uh, during the elections is uh, has backfired. So happy. About How it. the hell is this backfired? It's backfired. I don't know why it's backfired, frankly, but it's just uh, because common sense always prevails. I always thought that the Australian public, purely from how many negative comments we get when we say anything remotely positive about. Uh, a sixth of the world's population, but <laughs> and which let's who? let's remember, China ain't no Russia. China is not just an oil exporting gas country. No, they China, also buy yabbies. <laughs> they're one of the <laughs> biggest economic and military powers in the world, and China doesn't seem to be as impulsive as Putin because they clearly haven't launched an invasion of no, Taiwan yet. Really level-headed. You know what else as well? This is something that's just so good. 
I was re-listening to Keating talking about it, and essentially his point is, tell you what, Kerry, if only you knew how little the Chinese think about Australia. Who said that? Uh, Paul Keating. He was just like, damn. you know what would solve all of our diplomatic trenching with China? If we were nice to their diplomats... If we let them sit down on the good couch, not the fold-out <laughs> one, and they come into the Prime Minister's office, and then after that, everything would be sweet. Because they don't care about... And why would they? It's nothing to them. It's like, okay, it's slightly easier to attain iron ore than it is in, say, Central Africa that they're developing anyway. They don't care. It's us that... But this is the whole thing, apparently. They don't care. The Australians don't care either. Australians, for the first time, I, th- I think actually it's just that there's polling on it. I don't think they've ever actually done this before. But Australians trust Labor's handling of China over Scott Morrison's. Sick. Well, they that actually did a poll for that. That's what I'm saying. And That's the sick. results were like surprising to me. But most Australians think that Labor would be better at handling the China relationship than Scott Morrison is. It's an amazing point, and I think I'm just going to be hammering that from now until the election, yeah, which is you, you want your wine bought, don't you, South Australia? Not just then that. Then kick out Nicole Flint's successor. Yeah. The other thing is Chinese yeah. Australians, which are about a million. Like really? It's not a small amount. Fuck, I'm not pro them anymore. <laughs> yeah. uh, I usually, usually vote uh, liberal, and according to ABC's polls are tilting towards Labour now because of the Chinese rhetoric. Wow. I thought that they'd be tilting towards Liberals because of their rhetoric, but there you go. Shows how much I know about people that I can't speak the language of. <laughs> well, that's I've got to say, it's a really promising sign for the election. That and it's not exactly trusting uh, the Labour Party over the economy of the Liberal Party, but, and I think this is just as good, most Australians believe that the Labor Party will handle the economy better for the average Australian, which I think is pretty much the same as saying they will handle the economy better. Mm. So I think, and here's my big prediction, first off, uh, Russia pulls out of the Ukraine tomorrow and it becomes a Russian Iron Curtain state. That's my first big Fuck prediction. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Say a big prediction, Taiwan will invade China. Oh, yeah, great, 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 great. <laughs> With their tech. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. Are they a tech hub? They're just oh, Tamagotchis. Yeah, that's right. Just yeah, pegging microchips. Tam- <laughs> chucking Tamagotchis. <laughs> and yeah, well, they're one weakness in their defense shield. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, my other big one is that I actually think that the Labor, this is going to shock you. I've never predicted this before. I think the Labor Party is going to win. I just can't see what out Scott Morrison has. He is campaigning on, I'm going to take away your free speech and you should be very scared of China. And Australia is saying, I want my free speech and I'm not that scared of China. Mm. Good outcome. Yeah. Very good outcome. Silver lining. And a great outcome for Australia just in general in terms of their diplomatic impulse. It's it's so funny too because it's kind of like, this is what it comes down to, from my opinion anyway. It's like, we can't have this... A marketing strategist, egomaniac, uh, you know, top end of town, obsessed, like tax cuts for the billionaire 
hard anti-China guy in. We need someone who's the same but just 10% less. Someone who doesn't have as bad a rhetoric and actually cares about the country. No, I said it. It has to be done. <laughs> yeah. Is it so extreme? Like, is it so extreme? We need a leader that is not going to say needlessly dumb shit that wipes $20 billion off the economy yeah. because of a headline. Yeah, we need a leader that's very uh, reasonably aggressive, but just tones down the rhetoric, rhetoric a bit. Sometimes it'll be the same. <laughs> we need him. <laughs> you should be writing your ad there. So I know good. I should. So good. Step one, change the colour, but step two, we'll talk. <laughs> That's actually a really good way to put it. You know how you're always saying, what's the difference between the two major parties? <laughs> you're right. Vote Labor. Yeah. Well, okay, well, you it's, know, you get you. Exactly. There's no difference. Vote Labor. <sighs> you talk right to them. This is something that I've been thinking about a lot. It's actually because of the Neil Cole Hacker podcast. I think, and this is, this is something that will just shock everybody because this is definitely not a Stephen Crowder point. <laughs> But I think that politics is fairly cultural. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I, d I think the reason that you can talk to people and say, okay, would you prefer a government in that has these stats that are all at the top of the developed world, all at the top of the OECD, all at the top of the world, because usually this is a huge bar for a developed nation, but usually developed nations beat developing nations in economics and everything. And, and then you come to the Liberal Party, whose best brag is sometimes we beat Barbados, right? Fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Normally, to the average person, you could say, just look at those stats, instantly they've changed their vote. I think that because I have a very skewed view of the world from not ever entering the world, I'm to the point where I say to Miss Love, who is suburbs away from me, and I'm just like, Miss Love, I need a bag of lettuce. And he'll be like, I'm on it. And then in Miss Love time, it'll come to my doorstep in three to six business days. Almost as good as Amazon during the pandemic. Hopefully it's not off. I don't, I can't make nature work for me. I don't, I can't control the plants. It is truly remarkable how much of a cave hermit I am. Remarkable. I've really hammered being agoraphobic. I've taken it to another level. But I think as a result of that, I'm somewhat skewed with my view of the world. And I think that I'm constantly just inundated with Palmer United voters and Greens voters, essentially. And I started looking at what they're saying and saying that they're just repeating the same points and it doesn't matter what you say. You can make a video saying, here's why you should vote Labor. This is why they are empirically better than the Liberal Party. And then they will come back with their talking points of, they're the same. What about Adani? What about refugees? Don't you know a little thing called Dictator Dan? There's a bit of a clue in the name. <laughs> Lol, cry laugh emoji. They'll come back with the same thing. And they'd win. But and they do win in terms of pure logic, right? <laughs> but I think... <laughs> Sorry, it's so good. That's so funny, man. That the average human being, when they hear those things, they think, yeah, sweet. And then they change their vote. And then, because this is the thing that I'm getting when I'm coming into stand-up shows again, because that's my only connection to the outside world, is people that really like me <laughs> coming up and talking to me yeah, afterwards. And then I'm just like, wow, well, I'm very popular. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
You know, I don't have to change a Where's thing about myself. I don't have to change a thing about myself. If anything, I should just uh, care less about what people think. Everyone loves me. The old adage is true. Be yourself and everyone on planet Earth will like you. But what, but we, Putin learned that the easy way. We're getting the, <laughs> we're getting the messiah, though, in Australia Fuck. that's going to fix all these cultural problems. Who? Pierce Morgan, who's coming to He's Sky coming! News. coming! They're going to say Dick Smith. <laughs> He had his chance. <laughs> yeah. Now it's time to move over the big guns, which is very ironic for Pierce Morgan's stance on guns. On guns. <laughs> I am He's not coming prepared. to Australia in quotes. Can you handle it? cancel I, the cancel culture. I'm not prepared to have him on our airways. He's, I hate him. I hate him like from a two pronged thing. Like I hate him from like when I see him interview extreme right wing people I'm like god damn lefty and then I hate him in terms of the fact that he's just scoming I'm like fucking right wing conservative he hits both for me I'm like you suck right right it's kind of just his face sort of sucks that's the problem he is Scott Morrison but with a slightly more pointed nose so a few extra points than Scott Morrison but you're right he's got that very unimpressive face where you're just like hey why are you the highest rated show in Britain why there has to be someone with a better face is he the oh, highest rated show? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Murdoch gave him a $50 million deal to come uh, to Australia. Good Morning Britain, he was pulling in numbers. Really? He was doing it, bro. It's because he's like an old Thatcherite, right? No, I think it's just he... Because he spent so much of his life on the floor of Murdoch's tabloid press. He knows exactly how to play trash media. He knows exactly what opinion is going to ignite, exactly which one is going to level out. I think that's why. He's just got a sixth sense for saying the right thing to Britain specifically. It obviously didn't work at the US and I don't think it's going to work here. Because, you know, this is something that I don't think he understands about the culture wars of Australia. You know what we really hate? Pompous cunts. Smug cunts. Is there anything? Is anyone on earth more pompous nah. than Piers Morgan? Nah, he's the. Yeah, I think exactly. he's like King Charles. Seems like a down to earth <laughs> dude in yeah, comparison. I agree. It's not going to go well for him. It's going to like. As Dom King used to say, he's just a tit. Yeah, it's the perfect description. Yeah. Tit with steel wool on the top of it as a wig. Yeah, he's a tit. He's, he's a, a tit. tit. Just like. Ugh, that's so lame. So you don't think he'll but having be... said that, though, I do respect the hustle. I have to say that. He's, he's it's amazing at getting a reaction. Yeah, but can you... Why did he... You know why he quit his last show, Good Morning Britain? Mm. Oh, yeah. Because he hated Meghan Markle. No, he hated his, car, his uh, fellow cast members. Pretty much he's a sitcom, isn't it? It's, it's just... Yeah. Faulty Towers season five. Yes, that's Good Morning Britain. Yeah, and he's obviously uh, what's his name, John Cleese. Yeah, and then the guy that he got really angry at was obviously Manuel. Yeah, and I think that he quit because they would not see the genius in his points. Like he was on the pulse when it came to the Britons. Britain's opinion of Markle or whatever her name is. Mm. But they all had that <coughs> Downton Abbey elite view. Right. He's and got so that he's got that good, he's got this almost like the uh uh Tucker thing of like he he culturally is like a, a shipyard dock worker, but economically Thatcher. Have you seen Tucker on Russia? Don't you think? Is he economically Thatcher? Has he ever talked about economics in his life? <laughs> he's never, he's like, well, for someone I mean, who hates cancel culture, he talks a lot about cancel culture. No, but I think, I don't think he'd be like a, he, shit, I don't think he's voting Labour. I think he's voting 
Tony Blair when the sun tells him to. Right. And he's voting Johnson when it's not. Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. Wait, what are you talking about? Aren't they both... Lives? Him and his views on guns. Are Aren't they both conservatives? No, no, no. Uh, one of them is a, a labourer. Oh, really? I think he just does right, right. what the Murdoch press does. He is truly a machine that is finely attuned. Right. To so no real uh, political affiliation. I think he finds it all rather boring and would rather talk about the Queen. <laughs> By the way, just have you guys... That's you, a way to make money. You, yeah. you yeah. mentioned Tucker. Have you seen Tucker's take on Russia? No, but I can so imagine funny. it. It's very Nuke, it's nuclear option now. It's similar to Herman Kane. He's like, uh, <laughs> oh, what is his take actually? Russia has not poisoned my country with all of these toxic views. Russia is not teaching race theory at schools. <laughs> Russia is not, and then he was like, and you are surprised that I'm more pissed off at Biden than Russia. <laughs> Shit. That's how it's done. He's, that is how he's getting it's a lot done. of hate for it, though. Is so it? That's yeah. that's cool because really? like the old school. Oh, the same look, mob. Is, everyone on planet Earth is getting hate for opening their mouth about yeah. the Ukraine, except for that one British man that has definitely had several divorces <laughs> that works for the BBC, <laughs> and every time there's just one conflict, and he's the one lone correspondent in each part of that world, and he's just like, okay. It's Mildred's time to shine. <laughs> Everyone likes that guy at the moment because he's wearing the war hat. Going, right. I'm standing in Kiev yeah. and I'd have to say that the mood has been brighter in the past. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but wouldn't, wouldn't have the... I, I feel like that's kind of cool of uh, Tucker because I feel like the new Republican rhetoric is like popularist, not don't invade other countries, focus on America, like pull out of all these conflicts. Whereas you conservative. Whereas the, there you go, whatever he's well, just you know, said. Bill Maher's the, the theory old school on why uh, people like Tucker and some Republicans really like Russia? Because they're white. Yeah, really? basically, you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Apparently, but, according but, to Bill Maher. Jesus, Bill Maher has hung out with way too many people on MSNBC. Yeah, <laughs> but like, but, but don't you think that's generally like a better thing that Republicans probably aren't, they're not like they were back in the day where it's just like, drop the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, pos- yeah, for sure. Well, that's good. That's that's really good. Yeah, yeah but if I guess so. I'd much prefer if they had any concerns for the environment whatsoever. But <laughs> There won't be an environment yeah. if they drop the big one. Or if they don't yeah, well, drop the, the big least, one. Yeah, well, at the very least, just... Put us out of our misery. Oh, one or the other. Do something about climate change right. or, or drop, drop the big, the big one. one. Right. Do right, it. Right, right. I'm going to have to watch. Uh, I'm going to have to watch Tucker's take. Um, I'm going to have to watch that as well. Yeah. yeah. More or less because I like watching Tucker Carlson, despite the fact that he does oddly look like Pierce Morgan now. That he kind of does. He's just a younger. Yeah. yeah. Same curly hair. Yeah, he does look so. All right, we've got to do some cleanup <laughs> in this room. All the shattered glass. <laughs> Yeah, we've so got to do that. Oh, and also, uh, I would like your suggestions in the comments. I don't know if you know about this, Ali, but this is my next big move that will get several thousand views. But I want to start <laughs> interviewing a bunch of academics about their field because I've got the theory that surely a man that has spent 40 years uh, studying teacups from Afghanistan probably has something interesting to yeah, say. Yeah, to say about teacups? Uh, I know more. I'll be asking them about Crimea, obviously, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I think you got your expert right here. You I don't need those fancy degrees. That's a really You don't need idea. a fancy degree to have an opinion on old terracotta. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a lot, a lot of Antiques Roadshow. 
You probably do have the same opinion as him, yeah. let's be honest. But that's the big experiment. No, Look, but it is a good idea. What the only reason that? that I want to do it is because I am sick of reading for a year straight to get the material for my stand-up shows. No. I just want him <laughs> to point me in the right direction and say, read these. No, books. it's a good idea. He wants to Roganify a bit so we get some experts on and we can talk to them. I think it's a good for idea. For sure. I think that's a really not, good idea. You know? I mean, yeah. they might not be... This is a little downfall you might not have considered. They might have this much charisma and this is an entertainment medium... And but they will be talking a lot of the time. But let's give it a shot. Yeah, I think that that's... Look, it's pretty much just because I... You're out the of The whole ideas. time that you're sitting there just talking about Russia, I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Byzantines, Byzantines, yeah. Byzantines. You got to stop fucking so doing that, that yeah. too when you interview the academics. You've got to at least pretend Engage. to be interested in Engage. what they're saying. I'll make sure that the thing that they're interested in is engaging. Yeah. And you can do that. You used to be able to do that really well. Before he you really lost it. Up. There's just a few conflicts that for whatever reason, they just don't hit me. It's the same thing as when I you say get to people, I'm stuff. not that interested in MMA and people just look at me like, what the hell? Well, no, it's it, the same thing. For some reason, I'm just not that enamored with Russia as a concept. That's crazy. For me, it's like way more interesting than the Byzantines personally. Yeah, well, you're clearly in the right. Clearly, no. Why? I'm just saying. I'm not right. That's I'm just how my brain every, works. Everyone has their own interests, but I think that yours are getting more fringe and more obsessive. So <laughs> like, dude, let's talk about the real border conflict of 800 AD. Yeah, exactly. So much more fringe. I mean, it is interesting, dude. Don't get me wrong. Your show is epic, and like, it is interesting. It's just, look, I still have, I still have trauma from year ten when I was just like, I can't wait to learn about modern history, and then my dad. How can you learn about modern if you don't learn ancient first? Damn it, he thwarted me. And then two years of ancient being like, hate this. And I know that three classrooms down, they're talking about Hitler. But I can't do that. Because my dad said I have to learn a civiliz about a civilization 2,000 years before Hitler. Because there's a massive connection between <laughs> Pompeii and World War II. But that's my cross to bear, so... And your first, the, the audience is talking about, so they really want you to interview Xi Jinping? Yep. Can you erase that? All right, yeah. we'll get that for <laughs> next week. Second interview? Second. <laughs> right, first says, the Byzantine guy, then Xi Jinping. <laughs> the guy from the Sydney Uni professor, then the Prime Minister of China. Yeah, he's got nothing better to do. Marilini <laughs> says, interview someone smarter than you? Impossible. Yeah, well, that's, that's very Jesus, That's very a high bar. Sweet. Yeah, that is a high interview bar. Interview Piers Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. That would be Can so good. Oh, and obviously, what's Stig? You have to get in contact with Alex Jones again. That's oh, happening. by the way, yeah. speaking of Stig, he's in Brisbane, and the floods have been so bad. His house was flooded. All of his housemates were in like the water was like belly deep. And uh, yeah, that's right. I sent him a conciliatory sucked in message. <laughs> Look, you got a week extra, right? That's fine. You're busy. You're in trouble. Yeah. problems. In, uh, no, put the computer on a little floaty. You know those ones that you had when you were learning to swim? I'm sure you've got them in the attic somewhere. Uh, Do you just work? Sw what, swim down like the Titanic. Hold your breath and go down into the basement to find the floaties. Yes. God. And I assume that your computer isn't water damaged seeing as it's already up to your neck, right? And if it is, that's on you, Steve. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll Act of God. I thought you were an atheist, mate. Maybe see you next week. <laughs> Don't quit. We're joking, survive. dude. We love you. We're, I hope you're okay. Let us... I mean, we yeah. send messages if you need... I don't know. Wheat, wheat bix or whatever. Yeah, we could send you a flood package if you want. <laughs> yeah. We'll start a fundraiser for the Stig. 
For sure. That could be a good idea. I mean, I don't know what he's... I, I just sent him a nice message, but I'm, I, I would have thought... How about this? How about this? We send him a lot of Thai desserts. Just Full a circle. Bunch of, yeah, a I was bunch say, of sugar. I thought you'd beans. say. I thought you were going to say a box of roses, like Cadbury roses, but that's worse. So. Yeah, <laughs> so that's not happening. All right. Well, don't say stupid things. <laughs> we might start a GoFundMe. You GoFundMe. Well, let's see how he's going. God, we, probably we all we all live. Look, well, because we don't want to. Because we're too lazy to but, give. But, but look, let's be honest. But yeah, all we all do live in our own bubbles. He might be like Guantanamo Bay style, but like we we also live in our own fucking bubbles. So like we'll 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 make sure he's okay. Um, thanks for listening. If the world is still a thing by next week, we'll see you next week. Join on Patreon to get more exclusive behind the scenes takes. I don't know what we'll talk about. We'll probably just keep talking about Russia. Uh, There you have it. Adios. Do I click end? Yeah, click end. Bye.